0: graduation season here in 2023. I don't know if you're graduating uh, from college or high school or grad school or wherever. Maybe you've got some kids, they're graduating. Uh, but it is graduation season. And up here, in Boston, Cambridge, you can't avoid it. There's uh, there's people coming into town everywhere. There's There's events going on. And it got me thinking about that time back in 2020 when the world came to a screeching halt right about this time. Late spring, uh, with COVID 19 and the whole pandemic, there were no graduations. And what I ended up doing at that time, I was asked with a bunch of other people, uh, frankly, a bunch of other really famous people Tim Cook, Hillary Clinton, Mary J. Blige, Bill and Melinda Gates, um, and yours truly, Jake Brennan, along with a couple others, to record some graduation speeches, commencement speeches, that is, our advice to the young grads to take with them into their new careers post-college as they were exiting their college life and entering the workforce. I did mine, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was an interpretation of the Foo Fighters tour rider as a graduation speech. And it being the season, I figured, hey, uh, it's not in the feed. Let's re-release it for you guys as a special treat. So here you go. Class of 2020, parents, faculty, rising graduates, welcome to commencement. You made it. This year is a little different, a difficult time to graduate because the traditional graduation day has been put on hold. So we're bringing it to you wherever you are because this is still your day, your moment. And now put your hands together. It's time to be inspired. This year's commencement speaker, the one and only Jake Brennan. Hello, 2020 graduates. Wow, does this suck, right? You spent four years studying, partying, enduring the childish behavior and gross living habits of your roommate, and you don't even get a graduation party or a commencement. What you get instead are podcasts from quote-unquote famous people like myself. First of all, I'm not famous, but I am a podcaster and the podcast is pretty damn successful and most definitely the best podcast you're ever gonna hear. So check that shit out if you haven't already. It's called Disgraceland, and it's about super entertaining rock stars and the true crimes they've either committed or been involved with. And in general, outlandish, narcissistic, childish behavior, which, if you've been doing anything right over the last four years, you probably have some experience with yourself. But now that's all over. Now it's time to join the quote-unquote real world. And congrats, you get to do so in the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. So good luck with that. Instead, you should just party like a rock star, right? With your parents, who I assume you're now at home with. So again, fuck. Sooner or later, though, you're going to be allowed to venture out into the workforce, and you're going to need tips on how to best navigate the complex world of being a professional and having a career. And who better to give you those tips than me? A college dropout who makes a living writing and speaking about mostly other college dropouts. So I thought... Rather than try to come off as some serious-minded intellectual who has all the answers, I'd do what served me best in my career and go with my gut and break off some wisdom for you from my area of expertise, the music industry. Specifically, wisdom from another dropout, a high school dropout no less, Foo Fighters frontman and Nirvana drummer Dave Grohl. But I'm not going to go through Dave's highly quotable past and mine inspiration quotes like some middle-aged yoga instructor with a brand new Instagram account. I'm gonna interpret for you the Foo Fighters Tour Rider in an effort to give practical examples on how to succeed in your career like a rock star. If you follow every one of these instructions laid out by the Foo Fighters and interpreted by me, then you too will be a success in life. Just like Dave Grohl, just like me, Jake Brennan. Don't fuck this up, your life depends on it. Oh, I almost forgot, what's a Tour Rider you ask? A tour rider is a list of items, demands really, that rock stars send to the promoters who hire them to perform at their venues. The rider's list of demands must be met by the promoters. Everything on the list must be provided to the rock stars in order for them to perform. Think of it as a hostage note. If these following things aren't given to us, we're not gonna grace you with our presence in our rock star performance. As a matter of business for the band, it's a practical document that helps them turn out better performances. As music-loving fans of rock stars, When we can get our eyes on a band's tour rider, it gives us unique insight into who our favorite rock stars are as people. Okay, here goes. The first note on the Foo Fighters tour rider says the following in all caps at the very top of the document. Please have all signs visibly posted from crew entrance to catering prior to our arrival. Fat roadies have to eat immediately so they can begin their arduous 70 to 90 minute workday. Interpretation. Okay, this says a couple of things. First of all, it says, don't take yourselves too seriously. Rock and roll is serious business, as I'm sure whatever the hell it is you're going to pursue as a career is. But that doesn't mean you have to take yourself and your job completely seriously at all times. Second, in this simple instruction, Dave Grohl, at the top of the rider, before demanding anything for himself or his bandmates, is insisting that his crew, the laborers, the little people, are taken care of. What can we glean from this? It's simple. When you ascend to a management position in your career, take care of the laborers, and they in turn will take care of you. Okay, the next item worth noting on Dave and the Foos Tour Rider is the following. Under the heading crew and band meals, it says, the following breakfast menu to be set up no later than 30 minutes prior to load in for 25 people. One USA Today and one local newspaper. Selection of hot breakfast. Selection of cereals. Unopened. Do not recycle from last night's Dio show. Selection of breads and a toaster. Large fresh fruit bowl, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Coffee, juice, water, blah, blah, blah. Okay, like our first instruction from Mr. Groll, this bit says numerous things. First of all, it says make sure to eat a good goddamn breakfast. You're no longer in college sleeping off a hangover and waking up at noon to hit the quad for a hacky sack or whatever. tell I went to college in the 90s, but I digress. It also says, by pointing out the need for both a USA Today and a local newspaper, that you need to stay informed, and not just nationally, locally. If, in whatever job you are lucky to land, if it requires you to travel, it is important to know not only where you are, but what is going on wherever you are. You've heard the expression, know your place, fuck that. Know the place that you're in. Okay, moving on. Further down the rider, in the lunch section, in addition to asking for an assortment of healthy food options, it says the following. Every lunch should include a soup of the day. Please try to make it a vegetarian selection. Meaty soups make roadies fart. Okay, the obvious lesson here is to eat healthy, got it. The rider then goes on to list out the band and the crew's preferred dinner and snack choices, for coming upon the daytime rider items, under which there is a long list of items to help keep the band entertained during their downtime before they hit the stage. It calls for DVDs, one action, the other the promoter's choice, and specifically states, no Jamie Kennedy and no Martin Lawrence or sports titles. Interpretation, be discerning with your time, even your downtime. So much of your job is going to be influenced by what you do and what you consume while you're not working, and now, Especially today, while there are so many choices in content, you don't need to be wasting your time on some bullshit. Though I'm ride or die for Martin in my soda pop. Dave Grohl doesn't know what the fuck it is he's talking about when it comes to Martin Lawrence. Then the writer requests, quote unquote, magazines and specifically says no Rolling Stone or a spin. Interpretation. OK, this is possibly the most important lesson you can take from the Foo Fighters writer, and it is this. Fuck the critics. Sub-lesson, rock journalism is stupid. You're gonna have haters in life who try to keep you down. Even Dave Grohl does, and he knows better than to read that shit while he's chilling backstage with his fancy soups and fat roadies getting ready to go rock the house. Further down the rider, we come upon the Foo Fighters' request for three tubs of ice, approximately 75 pounds of ice, to keep the band's beers cold while they're on stage. Solid request and seemingly not out of the ordinary, except when you glance below, where they've included a recipe for ice that says the following. Get some water, clean water is preferred. Put it in trays or other fun molding implements. Store it at freezing for four hours. Repeat as needed. Interpretation, don't assume anything in your career. People are as stupid as they are smart. You're going to encounter both and you're gonna to have to know how to deal with both effectively in order to succeed in your job. Yes. Even something as simple as the making of ice may need to be explained at some point. Finally, one of the most important demands from Dave Grohl's Foo Fighters is actually from a different rider from earlier in their career, but it is no less significant. It comes from the section marked dressing room, and it says the following. Artists shall not be required to share dressing room with any other performer except Supergrass, Oasis, or maybe Led Zeppelin. Again, so much to glean from this one simple sentence. Number one, don't be afraid in your career to ask for what you want. If you don't wanna have to travel to wherever the hell every second Thursday of the month because it's an inefficient solution and you have a better way of doing it, then don't be afraid to tell your boss you have a better way. He or she will respect you for it or fire you, in which case you could blame Dave Grohl, not me. And number two, be very particular in who you associate with in your career. Dave Grohl is Dave Grohl. He was in Nirvana, okay? He doesn't need to be hanging out with your cousin Rick's band who snuck onto the festival's bill because the promoter owed Rick's bookie some bread. Nor does he need to be trucking with Maroon 5 or some other lame-ass band. He's Dave Grohl. And Supergrass, if you weren't aware, are a fucking proper rock band, as is Oasis and most certainly Led Zeppelin. And they are all worthy of Dave Grohl's presence. Who is worthy of your presence? Who are you going to bless with your incredible skills and intellect and hustle? That's how you have to look at going after the career you want. You are a rock star. Whoever it is that is gonna be interviewing you is gonna be lucky to have you show up every day and rock their house. Know this, you are no less awesome or worthy than Dave Grohl or any of the Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl, I guarantee you would be the first one to tell you that. The world is ready for your set. So go hit the stage and crush it. I'm Jake Brennan, and this is my commencement speech. Oh, yeah, and I host a podcast called Disgraceland, which is totally the shit, and which you should totally go listen to right now for free by searching Disgraceland Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Seacrest out! rock a